What is up, music junkies? Thank you for tuning in for yet another episode. And today we have a very special guest. We have Sam with Smile on the Center here with us today. Sam, how's your day going, my man? You know, it's going really good. Today's a nice day off. I'm just kind of enjoying life. Cool beans. So whereabouts at the world are you? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. Okay. Yep. Cool. Nice. So what are the restrictions like out there? I know it's probably a little taboo to keep talking about the damn thing, but I mean, with COVID and all that, how have things been for you? It's It's been pretty all right. You know, I think things have been kind of a little flippy, flip-flop. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like things are really strict. Um, I know that right. like lately, like the past month or so, like they've been doing like low capacity shows and stuff like that here and there. I haven't gone to any or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, vaccines going out you know it's just kind of like up and down people going crazy people are like mellow it's just like a whirlwind almost in arizona but arizona wasn't too restrictive to to begin with arizona was like a no fucks given state yeah no man and honestly i got people at my day job like screaming at me hey man you could take your mask off it's cool i'm like bro i'm not doing it for you like i got i got sick people back home you know no yeah i mean like because I, I have a day job i work at guitar center mm-hmm. oh my god guitar center you said yeah that's like the luckiest fucking gig ever dude it's probably like a sweet gig oh it's it's great you know being in the band um they're really good with taking time off and the discounts are nice you know stuff like that it helps out <laughs> dude that's clean um, but man dealing with customers that just don't want to wear the mask. It's 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 insane. I've had some it's, try to fight some of my coworkers over it. It's well, it's so the rule in Arizona is masks are suggested but not required, right? There's yeah, no but, federal mandate on them. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of the businesses still require it, which is where the public uh, you get a lot of people come in and is like, I don't have to, but then they're like, like in Tarson, for example, it's a privately owned business. So we still require it. So if you come in, you're like, I don't have to. I'm like, well, then you could like shop online. Then you you can't come or to the store. Sh- shop at another store. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, like yeah, yeah. But then you got places like restaurants where you can take your mask off, sit down, eat with a group of like six people if you want. It's yeah. like, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, the rules everywhere are just a little fucking crazy. But you know, so that's why I think personally, this is just my opinion. They should honestly open up concerts again. They need. Musicians need to be making their money. The artists need to get out there. You know, we can't just keep. I mean, yeah, they're, they're opening up restaurants where people can sit down, like you said, and take off their mask. Why not sit down and watch a live show? You know, I was watching some baseball early today, the Dodgers, and they had like 10,000 people in their crowd today. It's yeah. not full capacity, but still. Still, 10,000 people is a fuck ton of money. That's a grip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, so how has COVID affected the band? Oh, it, it threw us for a loop for sure. Um, yeah, like we recorded an EP at the beginning of 2020 uh, with Andrew Wade. And um, we were planning on releasing it last year, but so many things kind of happened, things shutting down. Um, even doing music videos is a huge challenge because we had to do a bunch of like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, it just kind of like, we, we just ended up pushing back to this year and trying to work around all these things. You know, we went like, I think we went like six months without seeing each other. Like, wow. Ourselves. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like a long distance relationship, pal. Jeez, that's yeah. commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was rough. Um, 
and you, we don't even live that far. Like I think our guitar player Chris, he lives the furthest, and it's about thirty minute drive. But still, okay. I mean Phoenix Miles. It's yeah, that's not bad. You're looking at that. Yeah, that's not too bad. So but yeah, it definitely definitely uh, hindered a lot of things and really like set us back. But you know, we we just kind of took a step back. We're like, all right, we're gonna give it a little bit, and we're gonna kind of collect ourselves and then figure it out. So you said you guys were planning on releasing an album. What's what's going on with that? Um, so it has moved. I can talk about that a little bit. That kind of touches on some dates I can't get into okay. just yet. But we recorded a, a, an EP with Andrew Wade out in Florida last year. Um, we're now releasing that EP through Modern Empire Records. Oh, okay. Uh, this summer. So like pretty soon. Uh, I would say sooner than not. But this summer for sure. And we have uh, a song dropping May seventh called "Wounds" off of that EP. That's going to be like a kind of used as like one of the last singles before the EP comes out and whatnot. So, so is, Ver, is Vermin? Your Vermin is your one of your late your latest single. Um, is Vermin going to be part of that um, new album? Yeah, yeah, it's the opening song. So we wanted we weren't going to post Vermin or post it at all, but I was. We were kind of eager to start kind of putting stuff out, you know, yeah. just kind of sitting here. So we were like, let's just let's just put it out. You know, it's the opening track to EP, and it's different for us. It's you know something different sound wise than we haven't done before. So we we're really excited to share that one. Could you tell us a little bit about Vermin? Like, how how was writing it, and you know, getting all pretty oh, yeah. much all the lyrics the done and process. everything. And what is the song really about? So Vermin yeah. is. It's very aggressive. It has a couple of different things. Um, it was because of the way we wrote, wrote the song is why it is the way it is. Uh, when we went to record, um, we had a song that we ended up just not liking anymore. So we ended up retooling it. We took like one part and then, then we made this entire song out of it. We had one of our very good friends, his name is Max. He always helped us out. He was out there in the studio with us. Uh, with the help of Max and Andrew Wade, they pretty much like Frankenstein this new song, which was Vermin. And we purposely made it a little bit more like harder to play. There's, you know, cooler guitar parts in it. Um, vocally, uh, they, our vocalist had to throw out all his old lyrics because they didn't fit anymore. So you had like a day to write the song. Woo! Before really you recorded. Stressful. Pressure's yeah, so, on. Yeah, so him and my guitar player, Chris, they just went into the other room while they were recording, trying to figure it out. And they're like, let's just make it aggressive, you know, blah 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 that's you know we had some previous drama before going to the studio so we're like all right let's just channel that and you know kind of exaggerate it and make it like a little bit mean or whatever and then we ended up just kind of like little by little like putting it together as we went and then it was done but yeah it was really stressful because that song was the only song that we had to like retool and we redid everything on the spot in the studio hey the, okay, i think so those that are the funnest though yeah yeah it was really it was really interesting and it was our first time working with andrew wade so it was cool seeing how he worked too and you know he really was like let's do this and we're like all right let's try that out and he had a lot of great ideas with it so it leads me to my next question because i've always been curious and with that song in particular how long would you say it actually took you in the studio to get it start to finish um so i know we spent two days on it but it was okay. like enough for like jumping between songs in the studio, like doing this and that. Um, I would say the the figuring out the instrumentals took about 
four or five hours. About four or five hours. Bad. And the next day we uh we uh we had all that whole night they like figured out lyrics. I'm not really much of a help lyrically, so I'm just like good luck guys, like I don't know how to help. <laughs> have fun. You guys, have, you guys got <laughs> not that. My germ. Yeah. And I could tell like our vocalist Jacob was he was definitely feeling some pressure. He's like, Oh my god. Cause he's the guy, he's the kind of guy he likes to sit down and really think it out, you know, and like practice it. Yeah. <laughs> make sure, make but sure yeah, he, he's like, re- my man. Yeah. Rehearses oh, yeah. it and make sure that every part fits. And yeah, I get that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the funny part too, is that no one's commented on it yet. We're kind of waiting in the beginning of the song it says Sots game 2020. Cause the song was supposed to come out last year. And we decided not to change that to 2021 just because it's a little nod towards the COVID, that, what what it did to us. Um, but I always thought that was funny. That's we were in the studio when he tracked that part. We're like, don't jinx us, like putting 2020 in there. And he's like, no, nah, we're fine. Oh, no. no. So you guys are the, you guys are, are the reason we're going through this. Just kidding. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Jinx everyone. So as a band, what are some of your guys' biggest obstacles that you've you know been able to overcome so far that you've like, if you want to talk about those? Besides COVID. Besides, besides COVID. The, the biggest thing that we've always struggled with, and this is even like before COVID and all that, is that because we all have like our day jobs too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Schedules. Getting our schedules to line up has always been like an on and off struggle. Sometimes like a couple months would be like great. Like we all have like this time off we can be really productive next month it's like really difficult where we have to like pick and choose and like that's always been the biggest struggle is just finding the time you know rehearsals getting music videos promos things like that we have a lot of meetings um we do a lot of them through zoom now just because of that but depending so let's go let's go all the way back to the beginning how did you guys get started uh in the band how did the band come together so the band it started with um my drummer my bass player who uh, i went to high school with our bass player you know so he was like a like a long-term friend and the drummer is actually my brother he's my younger brother okay um, so we kind of grew up i think i was 13 or so we started playing music we went to a concert uh it was uproar 2011 was my first show I concert I ever went to, you know, like all these cool bands, you know, and that really kind of lit the fire. Like we should try like being a band. So we formed this band called Apex. It was really terrible, uh, really bad. And uh, we just played a bunch of shows and we were really trash. And then we figured out that we needed to like maybe swap some members and try and take it for real. That's when we got our vocalist who uh, quite a lot more experienced than we were. So he kind of helped us piece things together and we kind of started trying for our first EP and going from there. And it's just been like a kind of a see what works kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were really trash back then. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every, I think everyone's first band was trash. I don't even oh, want to, I don't even want to talk. A couple about of bands, man. Like it's not just the first, but like the second third and like <laughs> this okay. one's technically my second band <laughs> nice so you're doing pretty well for yourself then holy shit <laughs> so yeah because we only ever did the one before and we we're like we thought we were okay i i look back on it and I'm like wow we were anything but okay 
So I, I mean, you know, I listen. To, I've listened to your music, obviously, and I, I see a lot of different genres built into one. Because I see, a, I, I, I hear a little bit of hardcore, um, like West Coast hardcore or even East Coast hardcore. I hear a little bit of that into your metalcore and your um, deathcore, and I. There's so many elements. Who who do you guys like? Kind of look up to or get inspired by. Oh man, I think it's all like because we all listen. We all have like a very like broad like spectrum of music that we listen to between ourselves. Like, so we all like to kind of like if we feel like, for instance, like if we're writing a song, we feel like how oh, we we've done this already. Let's try and like like you know I've been listening to like a lot of like Knock Loose or something. Let's try mm. something a little slammier or. Like what, our song "Deadbeat" was very hardcore influenced. Yeah, that that's the one that I. We yeah, were, that was we my favorite one. Earlier. I was that one has a, oh, a, a little bit of hardcore on it. I was listening it. to a, a lot of like I, I wrote that song after having a panic attack. Oh shit! Sounded like it. Yeah, um, and I was listening to a lot of like Publicon and Knock Loose and Varials and Spite, and I was just like, man, I really want to do something. Have slam. We don't like because at that time we never really had anything that had like just the, the basic like slam breakdowns and stuff. And I wanted to fit like three breakdowns in the song, so try to make it as heavy so, as I could. So, how was it writing that song in particular versus uh, the other one? Oh, that song, um, I pretty much wrote actually in this room, in my just my bedroom, um, on my laptop. I was just like put up like a little basic drum beat. I was like, I want it to be slower than the other songs and I yeah. want it to be really heavy. And I was like, you know, we need to use some like, you know, some panic chords and stuff like that. And and I just kind of just messed around some riffs and I got like the first like half of the song finished out. Then I had my buddy Max kind of come over the next day and he's like, oh, that sounds bad. Let's flip those. And I was like, cool, nice input. We finished out the song and it kind of kind of stood more or less in, at that point and then shared it with the rest of the guys and they liked it and you know like for instance like my bass player is like a huge hardcore guy so he's like he's like about time he's like great yeah how, how do you cope with burnout once you get past a certain point of like working on something as oh, a, yeah. that, that's what happened i was we were working on this ep we wrote like 15 songs to get ready for like it. back to back or like, how like, like yeah like trying to we like overwrote so we could pick our favorites and Damn. this was this was song number 10 okay like still, still in my file deadbeat is listed under song 10 mm -hmm. um but like it was like the 10th song we were writing and at this point every it was a schedule conflict no one was able to come and help me so i ended up having like a lot of pressure you know work and all this other stuff and it's all on you, on your show. I had like a little panic attack. I was freaking out. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just write something heavy. And then that's what kind of came out of it. Fucking dope, man. Big it's ups just, to you. It's just pushed through, pushed through. So, yeah. So how how did, let, let's talk about you a little bit. How did you get started playing guitar? Like, was it just like, hey, I, I'm listening to these bands. I want to do what they do. Or like, was it was there something different? You know, it was something that I was never interested in, actually. Um, I was about 13. I was doing really bad in school. And my parents heard from one of their friends. They're like, if you, like, you like get your kid an instrument and he learns and practices it, like, discipline him and he'll, be do, he'll do better in school and stuff. 
So they're like, you need to learn, like you're going to play guitar pretty much. Yeah. And I was like, I guess. <laughs> All right. So they bought me like a cheap guitar and I got like a couple lessons, you know, from this really nice dude. And I actually liked it way more than I thought I would. And it just kind of stuck. Mm. Yeah, it just kind of stuck. The school stuff didn't really get much better, but the guitar was great. <laughs> the guitar oh, yeah, went the out guitar, to school. Man, that's the like <laughs> yeah. Outward. Dude. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty that's much how I started. Play. And then my brother, um, he was like wanting to play guitar. And I was like, no, you're not playing guitar. I play guitar. Play drums. And that's how he started. He's he's your younger brother, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. growing up, you guess you guys taught each other pretty much everything you know right well, my question is do y'all have similar like inspirations or are you kind of like the different dynamic duo that just works um it's very similar but i would say he tends to be like really creative like oh like if i write something he's really good at sitting down and being like oh let's change this a little bit here like little small changes that like make it sound so much better he's and plus he's gone like really good at drums so like he's like i want to do this drum wise so you should do this here I think really good at drums is an understatement for your bro, man. He's exceptional at drums. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, I forget. I see him all the time. And he's only um, he's only 20. So, you know, he's he's really good. Yeah, he's young. He's yeah. very wow. young. Holy moly. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that was a, a funny story. When we got our vocalist, Jacob, that was one of the things he was worried about the most when he was, like, coming to try out. He's like, God, he's like, your drummer is ungodly young. And he's like, I don't think, he's like, we're going to have to find a new drummer. And then he saw him play and he's like, All right, we're bad. good. We're good. I was good. judging. He's like, my bad. Well, how old are you? I'm 25. You're 25. Okay. I mean, you're still pretty young. I mean, I'm not much older, but you're still very young. So, not much older. What's up, Mario? You don't want to feel old, bro? <laughs> I'm only 27. Oh yeah, my I'm, God. I'm only 27. Kick me while I'm, I'm down. Be, That's cool. I'm going to be 26 at the end of this year, so. Yeah, we're good. Okay, we're good. I'm right, there. I'm right there. So how's the the um, scene in Phoenix now? We I played in Phoenix. It was before me and Jake got in the band. I played in Phoenix in 2008. And the scene oh, was amazing. Cow, how did that feel? No, 2009. 2009. It was 2009. The scene was amazing. It was oh, lo man. all local bands, and it was packed. Dude, I used to go to those shows, so I probably saw your band. Probably. Yeah, I used to go out to shows all the time. It was great. Uh, unfortunately, for a while, it was it was dead. Like local shows would struggle to have like forty or fifty people if that like i remember the first like like all local show that i played there was only like 25 people there and it was really like uh uh but um with the help of like there's a lot of good bands you know coming up the last couple of years things have definitely like really popped off locally and you know with things right about to open back up i think it's gonna get even better um the one thing that I like about the local scene is that I have a lot of, there's like a lot of good people in there. Yeah. There's some people that you kind of want to watch out for. People generally know those people. Um, but, you know, for the most part, the local scene is very um, help one another right now. Um, you know, we need to do this together. Like, a, like for instance, like the last time we planned, like our last headliner was in December of 2019. It was an all local show. 
and uh, we sold it out and there was five bands and you know they're all five killer bands and yeah it sold out everyone sold almost all of their merch you know everyone had a good night That's awesome you know it was it was great every band did really good and um seeing more and more of that is great that's awesome you ever play with a band called sam sarah yes do you remember that specifically or no yeah sam sarah yeah yeah we played with them only once it was in california at the pb pw it was like a pizza in pomona because okay. oh, oh, uh, i know people uh, well know them i mean i'm sure i know more about them than they know about me which is kind of weird but i, I kind of know them they're cool peeps from what yeah. i hear they're yeah like you know uh billy billy from that band he's a guitar player he's really cool um our our boy max who helps us with a lot of stuff is actually really good friends with them wait where are they from they're yuma 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 that's where is i that, live is that billy 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 I don't know. He has glasses. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm thinking about someone else. Well, I'm I mean, we we played we played we're we played in Yuma. We we're from. Well, he's from Yuma. I lived in Yuma for five years. Um. So that was our scene. We used to throw yeah. all the shows down there. Yeah. My my uh my friend Max tried out for the band one time. He drove all the way out to Yuma, but then like it didn't work out. But they're all still really good friends, you know. Dude, what a small world! Holy yeah. shit! Well, I mean, Phoenix and Yuma, they're the scenes were always colliding. It was always, yeah. you know, Phoenix yeah. and Yuma shows. And uh, I know, I know my friend's band, he used to be in a band called Tora. They played with Sam Sara in Yuma. I think it was, it was like an outdoor show at somewhere called like prison, prison Hill, prison Hill. Yeah. 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 They played a show there and I was there. That was after I left, after we, I left the Yuma scene. That's when they, all those prison Hill shows started getting crazy. Um, yeah. David, uh, David Torado was throwing all of them. Yeah. And yeah. from, uh, biceps from himself. what are they called? Uh, what's his band called? Big, or, uh, no. I right, Jeff Yuma. Jeff Yuma. What's it? Egg for life. Egg for life. Yeah. Jeff Yuma yeah. was throwing a lot of the prison hill shows too. Yeah. So it's yeah. crazy. I, I played, so I played in Tucson. I don't know if you remember the, the venue that was there. Um, it's kind of like a Western name, but it was like all rock and, and heavy shit, heavier shit. Oh, what was it called? I know which one you're talking about. Um, did they have like a mirror on this side of the stage? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember the name. But I know what you're talking about. I think their logo had like a bull. Yeah. With red. I, just, uh, red I can't bull. remember the name for the life of me, but I know it's venue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I played yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love Phoenix. Phoenix was awesome. I I even remember the band that I played with. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up and I'll hit you up. But anyways, so, you know, being from Phoenix, do you get out much? Um, or did you guys get out before COVID? Did you guys get out much to um, like California and other New Mexico or other states around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, we played a quite a good handful of california shows um southern region you know huntington we did like uh farmington new mexico which was really okay an experience it's a college, that's, that's a cool a college town yeah yeah we, we that was pretty cool um we had like three shows fall through for vegas though we've never played vegas oh. we always had something lined up and something happened and we're like ah um before covid we actually had a lot of shows planned 
that COVID canceled, including a couple like festivals, like we were going to go to Reno and Northern California. We had some stuff in Texas and Colorado. Um, it wasn't really like a tour or anything, just, just like little appearances here and there. Yeah. Um, and they all got canceled. Have, we you guys, had one- have you guys toured? No, no, we haven't. We've done just a bunch of traveling here and there, unrelated. Yeah. Um, but the plan is to tour once we're able to. Oh, dude, I've I've never toured personally, but this. So, what what is like your dream tour? Like, what what what's that journey that you want to embark on? Where where would you go? Oh man, everywhere. Well, I, want play, I want to play the East Coast so bad. Yeah. Okay. I just want to see what the scene's like and see how that goes. Um, also, like, I'd love to play Chicago because you know we look at our analytics and whatnot. Chicago, Chicago's number one. Is like our number one yeah, city. To I saw that. Spotify, which is insane. This guy weird to me. Like, you know, no one should have especially, especially since you're from Phoenix, you would think that Phoenix is number one, but it was, I saw it was number two. And then yeah. it's Dallas, Texas. Yeah, exactly. It's and funny. That's freaking it's, awesome. It's funny. It's funny, though, because you're not the first one that has come here and said Chicago is probably where we get the most listens. I'm like, damn, Chicago's so diverse because it's every freaking genre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would love to uh, play in Chicago. So that, that's definitely a goal once we're able to. Okay. Now, who would you like to play with? That's my next question. You know, we had a show that was scheduled here in Arizona that I thought we fit perfectly. I would love to do that as a tour. We, you know, it was uh, it was going to be us opening uh, Alpha Wolf, Crystal Lake, uh, Chelsea Green, and Fitford King here in Mason. Ooh. Um, you said Chelsea Green. Yeah, I respect all those bands. So I was like, you know, that'd be great. If we could, uh, if that show can start up again, or and just just do a fucking tour with it, just take it on the road. They, okay. I don't know if they would have us, but if they would, I'd be more than happy. Dude, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so, what you know, you guys, you're telling us that you wanted to release that that album um, during summer. What other what other things are you working on? So right now, so we have the song "Wounds" coming out on may 7th and with that we have a music video that we've been working on like a lot and it's like our vocalist is like passion project because he does all of our music videos okay so yeah we do everything that way um there's like a really long like elaborate storyline with it and it's about some really like personal things to some of our friends and families uh dealing with uh, you know it's about suicide you know mental health awareness kind of stuff like that you know people taking abuse and that's awesome. how do you cope with this i have to ask you this sorry no no i'm not sorry so i got people that i'm close with that when i write something but it's like vulnerable personal and emotional they kind of try to deter you from writing that and that's such a total drag do you got any people in your life like that or like how do you, how would you look at that um with us we kind of find that um you know, it's kind of tricky. Sometimes people like with this video, for instance, I can use it as a perfect good example. There's a lot of like touchy subjects in there. And there's some there's like storyline bits where the, the song isn't playing in. There's some really like, you know, choice words used and really fucked up situations and stuff like that. Um, we talked to a bunch of people before trying to figure it out. And some people were like, oh, I don't know. Or like, you know, it, it, you know, some things could blur the line of being really offensive you know but it's offensive for a reason like for storytelling yeah. purposes 
Yeah, I think the goal is to make someone feel some, make your listeners feel yeah. something. Yeah, you know? like I'll be on the contents of the song. It's wounds. It's very personal to a lot of the members in the band because it's about what it's about, you mm-hmm. know, and our personal experiences. And I feel like the best way to show it is to be as raw as possible. And is we're not trying to be like vulgar to be vulgar or anything like that, but like, no. like to like it's a message, you know. Um, with this video, we kind of like fully trying to like not listen to people who are like you shouldn't do that like it's not bad or anything i feel like i'm making it sound worse than it is but no no no. i got mad respect for you bro bro you're good good. we're just we're just gonna put it out it's definitely something different like this music video is like almost six minutes long but like it has like a real important meaning to us yeah and um we'll see how everyone reacts that's coming out soon and um with the music video and we're really excited to see how people take it well, it's gonna show. It's gonna show a deeper side of you, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, it's definitely one thing that we've tried to focus on more. Like on our first EP, Lazarus, it was very. Uh, I guess lyrically, it was very situational stuff. It wasn't very personal. It was like you mm. know situations of this or like our song, like our our most popular song off that EP is Juggernaut. Yeah, Juggernaut. Like it's like super metalcore, and it's very positive. Like you knock me down, I'll get up. I'm gonna stay positive. What you know, we do mm. believe in. Um, but it wasn't like a personal. It wasn't like you were going through that. And, no, it wasn't yeah. super. Oh, personal. Yeah. And then our first song that we put out that was like we let our we our vocalist wanted to really be like real, and you know he was going through a lot. And there's was our song agony. It's very negative. It's very uh, self-deprecating, and you know there's no happy ending to that song. It's very like I hate myself and blah blah blah. And it, nah. it came from a very like real place and. When we play that song live, it gets the best reaction usually and the crowd sings it. I had this we had this one dude come to to us after one of our shows and he was like he's like, dude, he's like, that song made me cry. Like I he's like, I related to it so much. Like he's like, that hit home so much. And I was like, and we're kinda understanding that we need to write more realism worrying yeah. about yeah. what other people may want to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the no, I think that's about. absolutely beautiful, my friend. Mm-hmm. that's what this whole ep is about uh, it's about different things you know but it's from a real place from all of our own personal experiences like there's topics on the cp about like financial struggles you know heart heartache you know being super angry at someone but trying to bite your tongue and be the you know the bigger person you know stuff like that you know suicidal thoughts you know it's all really personal on this, on mm-hmm. this ep which we really wanted it to be i mean yeah the that that's what music is all about. Yeah, you know? definitely. I want to listen to someone, someone express their feelings so I could, you know, take on their feelings and feel the same or help me, you know, maybe even fucking heal from that shit exactly. because you know, you're not alone. Well, like that's... that guy, like that guy said, the agony helped him through his shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think that's something that's really important to us. Cause like the chances of you being the only one that feels a certain something is very unlikely. You yeah. Know? Very. You may feel it like, in your inner circle but like you know you know anyone could feel that they just won't show it yeah yeah that's awesome well i'm very excited for that so i want to ask what's the dynamic of the band i want to know who the who the jo- joker is who the quiet one is who you know who the bully who the bully so I, my brother freddie is the serious one but he's also the bully and the joker 
Oh, I was going to say, he's the youngest. He has to pick on everyone. Oh, my God. He picked. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's the mischievous one. He picks on our vocalist. Like, he learned from your mistakes, I bet. Yeah. we. I'll be honest. We, we, we all have a really great dynamic. We're all really great friends. Yeah. We like to tease each other and, you know, mess around with each other. And, you know, we argue a lot sometimes, but it's all good. Um, but, yeah, our drummer, he'll be – he's so loud. He's super funny. He says the fucking – the weirdest crap that catches all of us off guard. But then like in an instance, if like something's being serious and we're being like a little out of pocket, he's like, Hey guys, let's, he's like really quick to like, like, let's do yeah. this, you know, which we all can be at times, but he flips the most, you know, that's crazy. Huh? Just so- the that's actually good. That's, that's a good person to have in your life. Cause they get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. He's all about the fun, but like if something's not getting done, he's like, yo, come on. Put you on uh, check real quick. Our, ba- our bass player, Alexis, is probably the quieter one. Um, but my God, if you get him in the right mood, he's just as loud. It's always the bassist that's a quiet one. I I don't understand Seriously, why. They're like so mysterious, but they're like this big old, they're like the most colorful crayon in the box, I want to say. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and he's really smart, too. He says a lot of crap that I don't understand. I'm like, dude. Me, me, so no like Nintendo. Someone Mario and I used yeah, and um, our vocalist, I don't know, he's we like to pick on him, he's straight edge, so we always poke fun okay. at him, but it's on good, edge, bro. yeah, yeah. Like, our like our guitar player would be having like a cigarette or something, he's like, Oh, what's up, man? He's like, Ugh. No, no cigarettes, <laughs> that's okay, that's okay, you oh know, his body, God. his choice. No, yeah, no, we we tease him, but he's he's really cool about it, and um. I don't know. We all have a funny dynamic, you know. I, I I love spending time with them. It's awesome. You guys are brothers. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah. We we brotherhood. Seen, yeah, we've seen each other through a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs. So it's been great. Did, so no one no one really understands that though. When you're in a band, it's it's a family. It's a fucking straight up family. I look at it like this. I always tell people this too because I get questions about it sometimes. It's I think of it like a relationship, like a like a like I'm dating like some other dudes. You know, you have to be you know, it has to be a good relationship. We are super honest with each other, even if it hurts someone's feelings, we try to be as honest as we can within respect. Yeah. Um, feelings do get hurt here and there, but it's like a relationship. You gotta keep in mind the other people and where they're at, what, you know, what others need to know their schedules or what they can accomplish. You know, if someone's feeling really stressed, um, we just ask that everyone just be open about it and we, you know, we'll try to figure it out, but it really is like I'm dating like four dudes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. No, that's no it, it's it's right the, but like you talk to someone that's never been in a band or even another a solo artist they don't understand what it's like being in a band yeah it's yeah. it's crazy it's crazy yeah. as in it's good it's bad it's ugly it's beautiful you know it's there's so many so many things it's something you will miss if it oh. were to be gone oh, oh fuck dude i miss it i miss it so much i look back on videos and pictures and i'm like damn damn so, exactly. but so you know the scene was huge you know that the scene was huge when we were younger when we were you know teenagers this hardcore scene the rock scene the punk scene the ska scene the like everything was so big 
How do you think it's like now? I think it's a little stagnant, but I think it was getting really good before COVID shut everything down. Like you'd see more people at local shows in general. It was like building back up. People were going out more just to listen to bands they've never heard before, just to see if, you know, if they find something they like, which was really great to hear. Cause you know, like we get a bunch mm-hmm. of people at our shows that never heard of us and we're like, Oh, I'm glad you did now. Yeah. Um, and then everything shut down. So it's still a little, a little in that same space. But like if it was like frozen or something, I really think though, like in the next couple of months, you know, there's, I know that there's a lot of shows that are going to be announced here in Arizona locally and not locally. And I really think there's going to be like almost like a renaissance for like live music where like people are just so hungry for it now that they're just going to go out and see if they could get like a, like a good show, you know? And, you know, hopefully they plan it around the same time. We get another stimulus, so there's no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So people yeah. are actually getting six hundred dollars right now, stimmies. Dude, dude, I got my fourteen hundred. Not right now, right now, but like before. And yeah. I got mine too. Yeah. So yeah, that shit's good. I'm glad everyone's getting that shit. Hey, people are spending fucking seven hundred dollars right now on Bad Bunny fucking tickets, dude. I saw some of them going for three thousand. Oh fuck that, dude! I fuck saw, that. I saw some tickets going for like three thousand dollars. Yeah, I saw Damn, someone posted they were they were what like five price? five thousand people ahead of the person that posted this on Instagram. I was like, what the fuck? You're really gonna fucking wait for that? It's not worth it. Definitely no. not fucking worth it. Yeah, that's one thing. I think with some of the bigger shows, I think you're gonna see a lot of like the ticket scalping. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That sucks, but it. I mean, it's just so everyone's like you said. Everyone's so hungry for live music. I, I so I went to Hawaii, and there was a. You went to a local bar, and they actually had live music, and it was so refreshing. So imagine like, I just went to a, it was just a random bar, and it was just a random singer with a guitar. So imagine someone like venues opening up and people being like, "Oh, my favorite band's actually gonna play." Dude, they're going to be so fucking packed. Oh, my God, yeah. We get a lot of messages on, like, our Instagram and Facebook about shows. Like, when are you guys going to play a show and stuff like that? And we're like, you know, as soon as we can, hopefully. You know, so I know it it does make me feel good that people still want to see us play live. So I'm really excited to play live. So did you guys ever um, try to do the virtual um, shows? Yes. We, again, it it was a weird thing. We had one scheduled to go live with the now theater january 9th of this year but then me and my bass player got covid so we oh shit yeah we got covid just in december right before so we couldn't like practice we couldn't do anything i was feeling really weak it like it even hurt to play guitar so we were like we should just cancel it and we had a couple we had a couple other like opportunities pop up but they weren't the right fit or the right timing so like we ended up just not doing it but well, damn bro i'm glad you you know came out of that and you're yeah for real doing good now yeah I'm, I'm happy too do you still have your sense of taste and smell or did that go when you got covid you know i never lost my smell but i did lose my taste it's back thankfully That's... it only went away for like a few days which dude my nice. brother still can't taste coca-cola I, there, there are certain things that I've noticed. Like, I ate some cashews last night, and I couldn't taste them. Weird. But, 
where yeah. they salted cashews because regular cashews he, he doesn't know he can't there's taste no them taste. Mario leave the guy alone they were, they were uh bitch there's a bag they were honey roast oh so you, there's definitely fucking taste in that oh yeah. damn yeah I had oh some damn food. no more like, honey roasted peanuts yeah i know that's kind of how i found out i had it because i didn't really feel bad i like drank what was it it was in the morning i had like a little bit of milk and it tasted like water and it like completely disgusted me i was like oh i was like what the hell and then i was like i'm gonna go get tested because like i wasn't really feeling bad and then they're like yeah i had the positive test and i was like oh shit okay and i'd like developed a cough the covid part was never for me personally it wasn't too too bad there's um, body aches I was, and... I was like a little tired and stuff like that but then i developed pneumonia oh. and that was the part that sucked yeah but yeah i'm past all that now so it's all good it's awesome dude uh yeah. are you getting the vaccine i already got it you got it yeah just like last week actually oh because they they just opened it for arizona everyone from arizona can get it now right yeah, I'm still not eligible. I think till a few more days here in California. Yeah, they just opened it. I got the uh, the Johnson and Johnson one. Oh, and everyone was like, "Oh, did you hear Uh-oh. the blood talk thing with it?" Yeah. And I was like, "I don't know." But like, I feel okay. I felt sick for like a day afterwards, but I'm good. Did you Did you develop a cough after the vaccine? A little, yeah, just a little one. Yeah, one of my friends just coughed mad cough after the vaccine. Mm-hmm. it's crazy anyways well that's everything i have jake do you have any more questions no um i think i'm about to good to go but uh sam if you have anything you want to like let your our listeners or your listeners know now's your chance you got the stage as if you haven't taken most of it already <laughs> um i would say the only thing we have planned right now is uh, our new song wounds coming out may 7th along with a really nice music video that i hope a lot of people enjoy and really get the message of um, that's pretty much all we have right now. Just that May seven. Awesome, that's excellent. You can pre-save. Well, we're definitely both looking forward to that, man. Um, we definitely wish you the best in your musical journey. Um, journey. We're gonna be watching Wait. every step. Your musical yeah, what? I, uh, um, <laughs> don't blame me. I'm, I'm well within my rights, sir. Just kidding. But no, no. On your musical journey, man, we wish you the best. Um, just know if you need anything, we're here for you. And as always. All right, so that was Sam with Smile on the Center. Um, dude, his chops on guitar are pretty sweet. I think he's got a pretty well-rounded band. And for his vocalist to sound like that without a whole lot of studio magic, I would definitely say that's that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nowadays, dude, a lot of bands are studio bands. And that's what I noticed. Like, dude, they put as many effects as they can on their vocals, on their guitars. Guilty. You know. And I'm talking about screams, talking about metal bands. And so it's like for someone to like actually have a great sounding growl or scream, it's pretty nice. It takes quite a bit. It takes but a toll on your throat too, let me tell you. <laughs> Definitely will kick the hell out of me, man. I can't. I'm working on my vocal fry, but I haven't been able to get there yet. If you figure it out for me, though, let me know. <laughs> so... I just want to say how happy I am making music junkies. You know, if anyone's watching this, I want to tell you, you know, I love doing this. I know Jake feels the same way. 
it's amazing it's one of my favorite things that i get to do and i look forward to it every week and i i wish i wish i could do this for a living i wish i could this would be like my full-time job i'd be just interviewing people you know yeah. interviewing artists it would That's be great. Need your support. so we just want to tell everyone that we you know we're so glad you are with us you're following us if you're following us if you're not then you know i want to be your best friend so you can start following us um <laughs> so if you guys ever need anything you know hit us up um this episode it was released or will be released on monday it's monday for you guys if you're listening um we'll have a new episode next week with a singer um an r&b singer pop r&b singer um you'll love it and if you haven't already check out our merch store buy a shirt you know anything helps keep this going as much as possible um yeah Listen, uh, smile on the sleep on the center, <laughs> smile on the center. Um, they're on every streaming platform and check them out. Well, for Mario and I, you take it easy, be safe. Tune in next time.